0: You're listening to... Talk TALK In this edition of Talk TALK we will explore if scientific laws can predict the future behavior of some systems. Is the world deterministic? In other words, does chance exist? Listen to find out. So one... two... six... Uh, it's now again a two... Well, maybe you can hear it, I'm currently rolling a die. I cannot predict the next number, it seems to be pure chance. But is it really chance? Actually, I'm trying to roll a die in a very controlled way. I place the side with six eyes on the top of my palm, six eyes up. I make sure that the sides of the die are always turned into the same direction. And then I try to flip over the palm with the same speed. Well, and now I got a two and still I'm not able to reproduce the results. It looks like chance to me. Well, okay, some of you may argue that I'm not able to reproduce the movement of my hand exactly the same way. So this may account for the randomness or the apparent randomness of the result. So I would suggest the following improvement. Let's place the die on the table and let's push it carefully over the corner of the table. We now have much more control over the initial conditions of the die. And actually the die should always land with the same side up on the floor and also on the same location. Should it not? Our experience has shown that this simply does not happen. Again, some of you may now object that the experiment is still not controlled enough. Maybe I'm not pushing the die with the same speed over the corner of the table. So I would now suggest that the die should be released automatically by a little robot at the push of a button always from the same height of, let's say, two meters. Same side up as always. Will we now get the same result every time? No. If we know the velocity and the position of a moving object, let's say an apple falling from a tree, a moving planet, or a moving car, then we can calculate the position of the object at any time in the future. We stick the numbers into a formula, and voila, here's the result. And the calculated result matches our observations. Of course, we can also do the same thing with a die. We know the initial position and starting conditions. We stick these values into some kind of a mathematical function and then we get the result. Let's say that the result is 5 eyes on the top. Now let's do the same calculation again, using the same starting values. What do you expect? Well, naturally, you will get the same result. It's the same calculation. But if you drop the die from the same height with the same starting conditions, then you will get a different result all the time. Well, somehow the math does not fit our experiment. We were thus not able to predict the outcome of the rolling die. The behavior of both the falling apple and the die depend on the initial conditions. Even the same laws of physics apply, namely classical mechanics. Both falling apple and the rolling die are deterministic systems. In a deterministic system, the initial conditions of the system determine the future behavior of the system. If we know all of the factors, then we can, theoretically, predict the future behavior of a system. In other words, the future behavior is causally determined by its prior events, and there's only one possible future outcome. Well, strangely enough, the die always behaves differently even though we are seemingly always starting out the same way. Somehow, the simple cause and effect relationship that we see in a falling apple or a moving car, it seems to disappear in a rolling die. Well, does this mean that a rolling die behaves according to chance? Well, hardly. A rolling die also obeys strict cause and effect relationships. And yes, the outcome of the die roll does depend, to a large extent, on the initial conditions. Of course, the die is also influenced during the fall and the impact on the ground, but these are factors that we could, at least theoretically, also include in our calculation. Contrary to a falling apple or a moving car, a rolling die is a so-called chaotic system. A small change in the starting conditions can have a huge effect on the outcome. A rolling die is nothing more than an air amplification system. Tiny changes in the angle of impact caused by air turbulence, invisible dust particles, the compression on the floor upon impact, all of these factors add up and result in an unpredictable outcome. Yes, a rolling die is deterministic, but it is still unpredictable. It would be necessary to measure all of the contributing factors with an infinite precision, and this is not possible. In a chaotic system, even the smallest deviations from the starting conditions will be amplified and thus result in a completely different outcome. Now that is a very disturbing issue because this means that we are not able to predict the future behavior of some systems even though we know the physical laws and the math involved. We cannot predict the behavior of some systems even though these systems are deterministic. Now there are quite many examples of chaotic systems. The weather is probably a classic. In order to predict the weather indefinitely into the future, we must have a full knowledge of the current worldwide weather situation. This means that we have to place measuring equipment in a very dense network over the planet and measure each factor with an infinite precision. This would still not be enough though. What about the weather situation between the measuring stations? We're totally ignoring them. No matter how densely we pack the measurement stations, there will always be a distance between them. Essentially, we have to measure each spot on the Earth's atmosphere with infinite precision. Any error no matter how small, would sooner or later be amplified and the result would be a wrong weather prediction. And even if all of this data is available to us, there still would be another unsolved problem. Computers only work with finite precision. They cannot work with an infinite number of decimal places. To wrap it up in a few words, we cannot predict the behavior of a system that behaves chaotically indefinitely into the future. Determinism was quite prevalent in the scientific thought during the 19th century. The philosopher Sir Karl Popper hit the nail on the spot when he said, quote, Determinism means that if you have sufficient knowledge of chemistry and physics, you can predict what Mozart will write tomorrow. I have to be fair here now because he also added, now that's a ridiculous hypothesis, end quote. With the discovery of quantum mechanics at the start of the 20th century, the things all of a sudden started to look a little different. The physicists discovered that at an atomic scale, cause and effect relationships break down. Imagine that you have a single radioactive atom in front of you. Being radioactive, it is unstable. But when will it radioactively decay? When will it fall apart? The interesting thing is that we do not know the actual moment of decay for individual atoms. We can only calculate the probability. The actual moment of decay is not determined by any external cause, it is indeed pure chance. At this atomic level, determinism breaks down. To quote astrophysicist Arthur Eddington, it is impossible to trap modern physics into predicting anything with perfect determinism because it deals with probabilities from the outset." End quote. Modern physics, that is the interesting thing, deals with probabilities. The question that I ask myself now is, if these unpredictable quantum effects can be amplified by chaotic systems to the extent that they can be seen on a macroscopic scale. In this case, the chaotic systems would not even be deterministic anymore. They would be truly random, but I think that I'm now losing myself a little bit in my own thoughts here. Why bother? Why bother? Why do I get so excited about this topic? I think that it's interesting to see how the perception of our world and the functioning of the universe has changed with the progression of science. And to quote Heinz R. Pegels, quote, The world changed from having the determinism of a clock to having the contingency of a pinball machine. You can listen to more episodes at www.toktalk.net. That's www.toktalk.net. My name is Oliver Kim, and I wish you a nice day.